Hey, this is Janice and Corey, and you're listening to Roundhouse Radio On Demand. This segment is brought to you by Science World. Experience Science World's feature exhibition. Zoom into nano and discover technology in a world invisible to the naked eye. It's Bob Marley and the Whalers. Could you be loved on Roundhouse Radio 983 Vancouver? It is 343 in the city. We're Janice and Corey. Uh, this Science Dome cast is brought to you by Science World British Columbia, a charitable organization that engages British Columbians in science and inspires future science and technology leadership throughout our province. How is that, Elizabeth? Is that perfect? <laughs> totally perfect. You hired. Uh, we are stoked to welcome back to the studio Elizabeth Thank Hand, you. who is Science Rules Digital Engagement Specialist, uh, on today to talk about the BC Green Games. Yeah. Now, tell us. Now, this is just for is this for teens? Is it for kids? Is it for adults? Is it for everybody? The BC Green Games is for students from K to 12. Okay. So it's a storytelling competition that encourages kids to tell the story of what kind of environmental actions are going on at their school. And um, are they, I remember when I was in, in school, my friend Cindy Hong and I made a film about the environment. Oh, and yeah. we were very That's proud awesome. of it. I still have it. You should and send it in. I was thinking I should. But it was, um, it was, it seems so dated now. I mean, I'm talking a long time ago, but it was about pollution. So mm-hmm. is this, is this kind of what kids' ideas of what, just what they're doing in school for green, to be green or what their ideas to be green would be? You know, it's really open-ended. Um, what we try to encourage is just creativity. So mm-hmm. there's often a lot of education and um, systems in place to uh, provide kids with the opportunity to do things like recycle, uh, learn about ecosystems and that sort of thing. But really the idea in this case is to tell the story of what's important to you. Okay. So it really can be anything. It's uh, open. It's a wide open area. So if it's really um, exciting to you to talk about uh, pollution, then that would be what you talked about that would be all right. Do you think a lot of us forget that passion? Because when I think that just Janice telling that story, I go back to me, I did a whole documentary on litter. Yeah. You know, and it, it seems like kids are so open to protecting the environment. Whereas adults, do we just become jaded where we don't care as much? Uh, well, you know what? Actually, that's a good point. You know what? My generation is litter too. And you know what? I don't litter. Yeah. Uh, the thing I think is, is mm. that whatever is your, um, whatever is really ingrained in your psyche as a young person really goes with you as you grow up. And you teach your parents that, and you teach your family that, and you, and you influence your friends that way. And that's what this is about is sort of, um, because, we know a lot more than we did before and we're building on that knowledge every day but the people that are sort of at the front lines of it are young people and uh, this is an opportunity to uh, amplify their voices. So we're speaking with Elizabeth Hand, who's Science World's Digital Engagement Specialist and I that's so interesting you say that, that what is ingrained in us as a kid, like I'm mortified at certain things and, it, and I don't know where that comes from. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm I was no brain in science when I was in school, but yeah. there's something about it that I find so distasteful. That's so interesting. So now <laughs> what about the, um, if they participate, if the kids participate, and obviously do they, now how do they send the information? It's, so it's a story, a written story or a video or how do they tell their story? Okay. So you can do your story in a couple of different ways. We try to keep it open, open-minded as well. We have yeah. a format where you can, you can submit a photo essay or a video, but what you do as your project could really be anything. It could be a website, it could be a play and that sort of thing. We just ask that you report on what you did in the form of a video or a photo essay. And oh, the way cool. that you do that is you would just, uh, you know, save those files to your desktop, drag and drop them into our super handy and um, fabulous website. <laughs> it's a new website. <laughs> now, now, tell us about a little bit about uh, the Green Grant. 
Okay. Yeah. So the green grants, you can win a thousand dollars for your green team. So there, are, uh, there's a lot of prizing structure okay. uh, that goes on with the BC Green Games. It's first and foremost, it's a field trip program. Everybody that participates in BC Green Games gets a free field trip somewhere. We work it out, even if you're way far north or far away. But um, if we, if you happen to win a prize, one of those prizes is a thousand dollar green grant to enhance green initiatives in your school. So when you say everybody gets a field trip, what does that, what does that mean? That everybody in the province is invited to Science World, uh, as, for a free field trip or one of their participating science centers. So there is Big Little Science Center in Kamloops. There's, right. um, the Okanagan Science Center in, uh, Vernon. We've got, um, NS3 in Nanaimo and the Exploration Place in Prince Rupert. So you do. I was just going to say what's up north. So Rupert yeah. has it. Wow, that's very cool. So yeah. I, I always would love to see examples. Like if there's kids that want to get involved and they actually want to see what's available and kind of maybe get some inspiration as well. Where's is, is there a place or a resource for that? Well, that's the thing about BC Green Games is it's an online permanent archive of all of these stories. So this next year we're coming up on ten years. So it's ten years almost archived of uh, kids doing stories from around the province. So you can see that at bcgreengames.ca and uh, just click galleries once you get there and you can watch 10 years of kids <laughs> telling you what they think they, it's pretty f- amazing okay so elizabeth hand is now uh, let's say 11 years old what would you submit to the uh to the green games you know what i think i would have been pretty interested in ocean stuff uh so oh, really? I, yeah i learned um when i was a kid that uh, about noise pollution and i think i and it actually as an adult even now one of my major mandates is like uh trying to influence some sort of regulations on repairing tankers so that they don't cause so much noise pollution and disrupt the lives of uh of the way life. That yeah. would be my that would be my project. Yeah. No, but you almost got teary. You I'm not getting but, tears. It's no, sad. But, but, yeah, it's, it's but it, isn't it true? It's like it's like that unknown. It's like unknown polluter that that we don't know. This, this, we have no idea the sonar what what it can do. To, to marine life. Yeah, well, it explodes the eardrums of the animals, and it's really a simple fix. I mean, it's not, it's not brain science, or it's not uh, brain surgery or rocket science. It's really a matter of repairing your ships, and only one harbor in the world has to decide that they won't allow the noise pollution levels. That's how noise pollution levels um, were regulated in airports. I think it was an airport in, I think it was Philadelphia or New York, decided, nope, we're not going to have that much noise. And really? so the whole world had to follow suit or else they couldn't fly to that airport, which is a pretty major airport. And it would be as simple as that for us as well. I mean, I can just see it. I now. know. Yeah. We're speaking with Elizabeth Hand <laughs> from Science World. So and Garrel was talking about pollution when she was a kid. I had my litter. What's kind of the general topic of interest for kids today? Uh, you know what? Kids are extremely well versed in environmental concerns at the moment. You know, I mean, it goes it comes I think that um, uh, climate change is the major okay. issue. People, that's the the buzzword of the time. I mean, it's not just a buzzword; it's the issue of our time, um, and it's the issue of our of our kids' time. And that's what we're, they're all working towards in their in their capacity. So, working on um, uh, recycling, uh, reusing things, um, being more sustainable. S- sustainability is a um, a learning objective or a uh, uh, in our curriculum. So that's that's a major point for kids these days. All right, now I'm going to throw something at you. All right, let's have it. <laughs> do you think that we're becoming almost, do you think there's a fear that we might, what's the word now? Echorexia. Echorexia? You heard of that? I have not, but I can imagine. Does it mean like that you starve yourself of the um, ecological news? No! No, it's the opposite. No, what it is, is you get so green that you're using like 
half butternut squash to make a lamp from. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you go yeah. so you go, too far. You go yeah. so far that you get almost stressed like you know, like I have these things now where the can, I have to take the dog food tin and I just scrape and scrape and mm-hmm. scrape. I, I I don't know why, but like do you are, Yeah, I I think kids feel that. I, think, I wonder if they do. Yeah, I think it's overwhelming, and it is overwhelming. And I think that um, that's the that's the um, uh, the necessity of having these kinds of stories and these kinds of conversations with young people because they'll be the policymakers of tomorrow. They're, they're the yeah. ones that are going to influence a lot of things in the future. And I think that um, if there's a way to um, it all, to me, in my opinion, points towards like higher regulation. You know, if there were higher regulations of things, then it wouldn't necessarily come down to um, uh, such uh, such stresses on the on the individual. Yeah, and and that's why that, I, I had to bring up that word because because mm-hmm. I I love this and I think you're right that if if kids can see that there there are there are solutions or things that can be done mm-hmm. that that won't take over because I can see it being a stressor. Yeah, it is a stressor, and it is interesting to think about um, what it is in terms of uh, ecorexia, right? Um, I think that um, cultural shifts are painful. Yeah. And so, and it's annoying and it's hard. And, um, but eventually they become normal. You know, I mean, it's a lot easier to throw your stuff on the ground than it is to take it to your garbage, but we don't do it. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I think it's, it's a huge transition though in our case where, or in this case, in our kids' case, where they don't have these, uh, these, uh, small actions. It's everything. It's a total yeah. overhaul. All right. Well, I hope you enjoy my butternut squash <laughs> a lamp. lamp that I'm going to be making for sure. you. When you're, oh, man. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> Elizabeth Hand uh, from Science World will be speaking of the BC Green Games. You can get information at bcgreengames.ca. The Science Dome cast has been brought to you by Science World. Experience Science World's feature exhibition, Zoom into Nano, and discover technology in a world invisible to the naked eye. Thanks, Elizabeth. Thank you so much. All right. We'll be right back.